Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Showering with you since I don't know when It's totally natural to mother's love I tell you all the time, you're my only friend And I really love your lasagna Look at me now, will I ever learn? I don't know how, but when you suddenly lick my face You run away and I start to chase Yes, it's strange I want to sit in your bath I call him, I call him the motherfucker. <laughs> I was gonna. Ask I spit you, out my coffee. I was like, "What did she call him?" I couldn't. She's like, "You know what? I call him. I call him the motherfucker." <laughs> I sp- I had to spit out my. I'm still laughing about it. Like it's like a name that she completely came up with. I call him <laughs> asshole motherfucker. Asshole. Oh wow, that's a new one, Sunhee. That's a new one. <laughs> It's just wow, mom. Way came, to come up with that and word. And it came. She's like, I call him motherfucker. And Jason's right there. The vitriol she has for this oh. man, and it's it probably be horrible to live in, and it's beautiful to watch. Don't get me wrong. He's a complete loser. Complete, y'all. Now, if you're new to smothered, <laughs> y'all, this is smothered. This is smothered. And covered. covered. Season four. I, I, I just need to say though. Oh. I don't know what Jason did in a former lifetime. Oh, to have bad. soon he in his life. <laughs> like he I was, think he was Genghis Khan. He was responsible for genocide something, or something. Like, no, he was worse than Genghis Khan. Oh, Genghis Khan was a powder puff. <laughs> he had to be worse to get this life. I now. know he had to have done or or someone or someone cursed a relative a couple generations back. I mean, y'all, if you're new to Smothered and you think that Jason doesn't deserve this, just wait. Wait, no, or watch season two and season three. Yeah. 
Uh, y'all, you know, he's a loser. Somewhere, somewhere in Los Angeles, I am. I'm not just walking. I'm skipping down streets now. I'm singing with the birds. I'm always humming in my head because the cringe tear is back. Favorite cringe tear show is back. <laughs> is this Ooh. your favorite? Well, Smothered is my favorite in that overall, usually it's a better show with better storytelling for each different cast member. Except last season. (laughs) But Extreme Sisters is really, Extreme Sisters almost is my favorite cringe because it does have moments where I go, I'm actually forcing people to watch this because they want to listen to us, and a part of me feels terrible and good about it. No, I have to take Pepto with Extreme Sisters. <laughs> this is close. This is this is y'all welcome. This is our first cringe tier show to return of 2022. I think this is like the first in definitely yeah definitely they got fucked since 2022. Is Miss Koba? <laughs> I I delayed some plans. Hey, I'm gonna do what I want, Mister. that voice that sounds too nice <laughs> i i'd like to talk about monkeypox in a way that but some they say it's so painful i i don't know if it's i want to feel too real yeah it's not a gay d- disease y'all so i know i said the gays but everyone can get it it's just pretty just, much i just heard gays are just slutty enough to get it well again right from my now. friend uh ask the np on the social media y'all go to ask the np nurse practitioner that's what he is but he said that they're tracing now that monkeypox began, of course, at two at like a gay, huge gay rave, like of in Belgium or Amsterdam. Yeah. That and then another huge event in the U.S. Oh so wow! So it did that's begin why here. it has targeted. So and y'all don't know this, Poodle. Not, will you turn on Tommy? Yes, <laughs> I, I just self-edited myself. Thank you. Um, but you don't. Jake and I are not these type of gays, but. Gay men travel to sex parties all over the world. <laughs> it is true. It's true. A they lot. are super spreaders. <laughs> How many friends? You know it's. You know That's that summer is coming when your friend says, headed off to Amsterdam for Pride. a white yeah. party. And you're yeah. like, there, oh, there, there is go. a certain set of guys. No judgment about this. No, no, no. I only judge them because it's kind of drug fueled and they're not really responsible. Um, but... But yeah, maybe uh, if I had abs and an ass that don't quit, are, I'd go there too. There are certain, certain like gays... Carbs. Who do go from either Pride or White Party or Circuit Party to Circuit Party. That's what I they do in the that. summer. We didn't get to have fun in our high school years fucking around because we were trying to, you know, I, live our lives. I'm Whatever. All, I'm all for it. Unfortunately, with that culture is a little bit of pick-me culture. A little bit is, I won't talk to you if you don't look like me. Yeah. So that does go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, a lot, a lot of people that do it. Because we pretty, like potatoes. A lot of people that do it are pretty insufferable. I'm not going to lie. They are. But not yeah. everyone. But yeah. not everyone. So anyway, now if you want to go to Bear Week, that's a different story. We probably fit in there. <laughs> we'll do a comedy show that for you there. That would be fun. I would go to Bear Week. It, it, you would get passed around <laughs> like a potato chip. Uh, just, oh, just fighting and for they, some fruit on They just dip. take me and dip me. <laughs> yes, they would. You would do well. You should go to Bear Week. 
Uh, I, I think there, after a while, I would probably get abrasions all over my body from the chest hair. <laughs> Maybe. You, you'd like it, because you kind of like pain. But a little bit of pain. Some guy fucking you and hold and like grabbing you up, and you go, Oh, you feel like a real pad. More. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Where were we? Student, welcome to Smother. This is season four, episode one. We are one. <laughs> We are one. I can't believe it's been four seasons of this show. We never watched season one. No. um, Which I've heard is good, but... Uh, It's okay. The only only one couple that we... That from season one who never reappeared was the one who and her daughter... uh, They they went out together and... Yeah, yeah. they... they, But the three who were in season one are still around. And that yeah, is only Dawn couples. and Cher. Um, Dawn they and Cher didn't see him this episode. Uh, Christina and Kathy mm-hmm. and um, who am I forgetting? Sunny Angelica. Sunny and Angelica. Yeah, those so, they've been they're, they're OGs. Those three are OGs. It's interesting. Sunhee and Angelica originally were the cringe couple <laughs> of season one, yeah. and now they're kind of like the more normal normal one compared with some of these other ones. Yeah, the tickle monsters are bothering me a little bit. I I have a feeling there's some um, there's some uh we're going to dig into some pain it did, with those two. It did give me um come here. Give me kisses. Give kisses vibe. Uh, I do y'all. I driving do Driving down the highway. Yes, I do love this thing. That's where driving down the highway comes from, y'all. Season 2 of Smothered. Yes. And Elena. I have to say, probably one of my favorite theme songs you've ever written is this <laughs> the, mother theme the song. The ABBA-inspired yes. one. Yes. Um, so we... That means when we go on the road, we'll be able to do Smothered, we'll the be Smothered able to themes. Smothered and be able to talk about it. Um, real quick and... Yes, from that first colonic. Now I want Sonic. And a commercial force. I swear to God. That Sonic product placement is when still Kathy one of my. When did that, oh. is still one of my favorite things I've ever seen on television. So I become social media friends because we the producer y'all. I've mentioned this before. I know one of the producers of this show well, actually, and so. Um, but from him, I've, I've met the casting director. Mm-hmm. This guy named Paul, and I messaged him, and I was like, "Oh, this first episode was good." And he said, it made me laugh because he responded, he said, you know, it really is a blessing and a curse. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's how we all feel about this show. It is. So, um, real quick. That's what I feel about reality television in general. Yes. This is our blessing and a curse. Um, Before we get jumped in, I want to remind everyone that uh, next week on Monday uh, for our 90 Day Fiance show, we're going to be announcing all of our cities for our next tour. Tour dates for the tour for the double it tour. For the double it tour. That's going to be coming. We're very excited about that. We've already mentioned that New York and Chicago, your shows got shat on last time because of a polar bomb. <laughs> so we are coming back to New York, to the Gramercy, actually. To the Gramercy. Uh, and Chicago. I don't know where we're going. The Chicago. same venue. Um, if you Lincoln Hall? Yes. I was going to say, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. Okay. So it. we're going to Lincoln Hall and Chicago, and we are going to Tampa for two nights. That's all we're telling venues you. Venues will be released. The venues soon. will be, because uh, they're also still being finalized. Those will be released next week. Pre-sale will go on sale at five on Wednesday. Even That's for anyone on the Patreon or Supercast tier. Even if you're at the $5 tier. Um, you get a some, chance. Some VIPs could sell out. I just want to say that. If you want a VIP and you're waiting for general admission, might not happen. Yeah. If I, you wait until I Friday. I want to say this now. Now, we have had problems with... <laughs> Ticket websites in the past, and we're—I'm sure we will again. 
But it, we we did have some people saying last time when there were no ticket website problems, oh, God, I miss VIP, blah, blah, blah. I didn't hear about it. We're now, this is the third time we're doing it now, guys. You know how it works. Like, now we're not going to say, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you pay at the door. Because sometimes we could not do that at certain To be honest, we thought we, could, we kind of got in trouble from that we did. from venues. So you, if you miss the VIP, I'm sorry. Right. You're just going to have to wait till next year. Think about this. I know we're not the same, but say, hey, Sheila, would you send Beyonce a message <laughs> and say, Beyonce, I didn't get my VIP. Could you upgrade me? So... We're not that talented, but think of us like Beyonce. Maybe Solange. <laughs> That's probably better. But still, she wouldn't be able to upgrade you either. No, no, no. Let's be honest, y'all. No. Not even any of those Destiny Child people you would email. <laughs> not even the fourth <laughs> member that was kicked out 20 years ago. You wouldn't message her. Kelly would ask you who you are. Go say, who this? God, I love Kelly Rowland. I love Kelly Rowland. So anyway, y'all. That's the deal with that. We're very Terrible excited. Terrible solo album. Also next week on the 18th, I will be, Poodle will be visiting his mother, and <laughs> I will be doing Sean Pulaski's a show from Sean Pulaski and Vicky Barber. Like I'll be doing that that social media meltdown, meltdown show at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, I'm going to be checking our ticket, our Linktree link. I'm going to put a link up to that. Tickets are $15. So um, you can come. Hey, you can talk to me after the show. I still think you need to find out if there's a two-drink minimum or not. Eh, they can look on the website. It'll be on the website. <laughs> okay. I just, I just want to make sure people are... It's not my responsibility to take care of everyone's <laughs> needs when they can Google. Sorry, I just, I, I have a problem with, especially comedy clubs, just not telling you anything. I don't, so, and I'm doing it, so it's fine. Anyway. I think that's it. Any other announcements? Uh, Patreon presale on the, eight, on the 17th. Uh, general on sale on that. the 19th. Yes. Um, and uh, we will also, this is on the free feed. Smothered is normally on the $8 tier. So you're going to get this show, this episode for free. If you're like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I'm like Maddie and I love this shit. I need to see more cringe. You're going to have to subscribe at the $8 tier, either on Patreon or Supercast to get that. And I, the links are in the show notes. I will say, not to toot our own horns, but... Some of the best reality gaze theaters have <laughs> been either Smothered, Smothered Theater or Extreme Sisters yes. Theater. And actually a lot of callbacks and things we talk about are from this show, these shows. <laughs> Crin- Momo's tuned. Momo's tuned. Cringe tier. God, I miss them. I know. They're but cr- no, hopefully they'll be back. I hope so. That's Extreme Sisters, though. Oh. So anyway, that's exciting. Hey, it's me! <laughs> okay, are you ready? I'm ready. What should we just launch into the first new mother-daughter couple pair? Are, are, are Californians out in Pasadena? Pasadena, sweet little lady from Pasadena. God, I love Pasadena. I I do too. It's hot, unfortunately, but it's, it's very hot and it's, it's beautiful. Very expensive. It's extremely expensive. Really good schools. Yeah, I would love. <laughs> I love it. They were listening. They're like, why is this bitch telling us about schools? 
I would love for you. I still don't know why you haven't found a husband with a craftsman in Pasadena. Oh, I, uh, that's at the. I aspire. Well, I aspire well, to that level it. of hodum. We could be doing this podcast in the guest house of his. Of you kicked him out and made it above his garage. I've just dated, by ourselves. I've dated a few in that area with your own wet bar it, in there. It never. Oh God, a wet. I bar. know that's how I had to get him. You could just have a wet ne- bar. It never really pans out because. Uh, it, like I, they're a little too secure. With they lock their money down too too soon. Th- I need that's to true. Yeah, I need to find some who are a little little less aware. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get yeah, that. They're not old enough either. You really need to find a dumb gay who's just a trust fund kid. His parents oh, left the money. He doesn't know what to do. From with your it. lips to God's ears, <laughs> with health problems. That's with Ooh. a heart murmur. Yeah, I don't. It's too much work to 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 live with them, and then then to to murder a healthy person that takes just, a lot of lot of thought. Lot of yeah, yeah, it's grit. much you easier just, just to push them over the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little thallium or a little arsenic will will do will do in someone with some health problems. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Be proactive. But that's where they live, y'all. This is Paula and Paula. Paula and, and Francia. Francia. Paula is the daughter. She's 27. Francia is 46. She's the mother. They're originally from Colombia. Yes. I will say, Francia, I kept thinking was the daughter. She looks good for 46. Bitch doesn't y'all. age. Not that Paula looks older, but I mean, whoa. Yeah. I don't know what's in your genes, but it's not in mine. They look good. Um, I literally watched this and I emailed my doctor and said, can I be fitting for a Botox appointment? <laughs> now. Their thing is, swallow before I say this, they love to be naked all the time with one another, in bed naked, Mm -hmm. cycling naked, just parcheesy naked, naked. naked. all day long. I don't... What you do with your mom? (laughs) This is what... I guess because her mom looks so good, and it's probably great. Are you going to say there's nothing wrong with it? No, I mean, in a way... (laughs) maybe there isn't like there's i guess good to see it but i go this is so don't come at me y'all but just from my experience you know i have this last like over a year before i saw my dad naked all the time right because i was his caretaker so maybe that boundary for you doesn't exist anymore but <laughs> what i with seeing my father naked it was what the thing that was like the horrible for a lot of reasons all this kind of stuff and you get past yeah. it but one thing that I never got over is looking at his body and going, that's what my body's going to yep. do when I get older. So I think that there's probably a good way, like, how do we normalize knowing that seeing that when you're 60, your butt's going to look saggy. Like, that's we never see that. It made me think, like, we should really watch more old people porn. Like you should get, sure you do that. You, you, but you should get, this would horrify you, but you should get, not because it's old people, because you don't want to think about like, but you need to know poodle that eventually your chest muscles are going to sag. Not familiar. Okay. Nope. I'm going to get my robot body. Or you're going to (laughs) point and your arm is going to shake for a minute after you're done pointing. Nope. But it's just going to happen. They're going to put my head in a bucket (laughs) and put it on top of a robot. I'm just saying. We could normalize this. Nope, not going to do it. <laughs> so maybe it's you can watch your old people porn if you want. I'm going to watch 24 year old hung muscle dudes fucking each other. Because, and guess what? That's what old people do too. <laughs> what? Fuck you and your old porn. I'll show you. 
Tinder. <laughs> I just thought it could I be hate, healthy. I know I'm going to get old. I don't need to be reminded about it on a daily. <laughs> What's not healthy <laughs> is we party together, go to the same clubs together, blah, blah, blah. We... What's not healthy here is the, the, the big issue, which I think is going to be the issue of their season. She, her, uh, Francia's daughter, or Francia, Francia's sister, passed last year. And she is adopting her nine-year-old daughter uh, and Alejandra. This, okay, so this was a twist. Because normally on Smothered, we've seen two seasons now. They're adult adult daughters. Normally on Smothered, there's a thing, usually a plot point is their mom is too involved. Either either the mom is keeping the daughter from dating or the daughter is keeping the mother from dating. That's a big plot point. That was, what's her name, with Karina and uh, what's her name last season? Yes, and that was, uh, we're going to see them later. They now are having the baby. But the New Orleans one with uh, the yes. lesbian couple that we love, the yeah. um, Laurely and Laurely. I always forget the 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 I say Mo, but that's I not think her it's, name. It's L. No, Laurely is the Laurely is, and Lauren. Lauren, you're it, right. Yeah. So um, I was going to say it's similar. Similar. And the mother talks like this. I know we need to talk to them. You know what? Also, too, because they reach out to us, we should contact because Don and Cher do a podcast. I would do a collab yeah. with them, a smother collab. I don't I'm think, saying it on air I don't to see think if you'll we've, agree. we've actively talked so much shit about them. I kind of, but no, we haven't because they're kind of like a they're Kathy. joke couple. It's fun. You also, I'm going to give a breakdown. You just said something. So there's those couples. Then we have like the fun couples. Yeah, the fun like Kathy, Kathy and Christina, Christina Don and yeah. Cher. But um, I was going to say though, <laughs> the I, unhealthy couples. <laughs> I thought this was going to be. Oh, that's their plot point. Is a mom's going to try to be dating? Right. This was not expected. No. Yeah. I think this is going to be – this has potential to be the messiest of the season. Because you see – That and the trans man or trans woman. Trans woman. <laughs> well, I feel like that's actually – I'm excited for the season of Smother because I think we're going to get different stories than we've seen before. I agree, and I think mom is going to have more problems than her trans daughter. Probably we'll see. I'm excited. So, but she definitely has more makeup and styling problems. Oh, which boy. we're going to talk about. That. We're going to. We're going to talk about that. But so with Paula and her mom Francia. Wait, isn't that the name of boxed wine? Francia. Oh, it's with a Z. Yeah. Oh, okay. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I will never argue with you on alcohol. <laughs> never. Like now we're talking about something I know something about. <laughs> but so yeah so. Because the so far, the whole part, the whole beginning part is y'all. They have this connection. We get to see how they do everything no, you follow together. Follow up, follow up, and talk about the but daughter. The, but so we kind of think it's going to go in this. But now the daughter, like, I mean, it, this really kind. There's not a lot to talk about them, but they're adopting this niece because her sister passed away, and we have this moment, kind of the end of their segment, that reminded me. Of I don't remember if it was growing pains. I don't remember, or maybe <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with this. But or keep maybe going. it was Brady Bunch. I don't remember what sitcom I saw where some new person was coming in the house, 
and the kid that was there already felt like mom and dad wasn't going to love me the same anymore. And that's I was gonna all get of them. Replaced. That's all of them when a new younger <laughs> child comes in. Of, it's all going yeah, through my head. All of them. Because I went, did they do this on Growing Pains when Leonardo DiCaprio showed up? They did. This is, or when a new baby comes. This is all yes, of them. Yes, it's a new baby thing. Yeah. Yes. I'm so glad yes, I, I made you realize something. I think they did this on something. Growing Pains when they had Chrissy. Because Ben felt like he was going to be shut out. And he didn't realize his mom was still going to love him, but his older brother would eventually hate him because he was a sinner. <laughs> you know, if you guys could see the disinterest <laughs> on my face right now. Anyway. I'm glad you've had a realization yes. of something. So what happened to Ben from Growing Pains? He was kind of cute. He's got some eyebrows on him. Now I wonder what it looks like now. Maybe I'd do it. He 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 was in that movie a little bit the re, like a reunion movie. He looked decent. Um. So anyway, I love the so, mom from that. What was her name? Joanna Kearns. God, I love so, Joanna Kearns. This is the issue. But wasn't this conversation like a fucking sitcom of her sitting her daughter down? That was my whole point. In it it was, and and I had to remember the daughter is twenty seven years old. Doesn't act like it, and she doesn't act like it. Doesn't yeah. act like it. And I think for a lot of these mother daughter pairs, one is the problem usually, and the other yeah. kind of is reactive. The other has to react to it. Now, also, you pointed this out, I think, in season two. So I'm going to set you up for this because sure. I feel like going forward. As we do this, this is always for you to explain. But as Poodle and I have talked about, with each couple, y'all, let's play the game, What's the Trauma? <laughs> I love this game. What's the trauma? What's the trauma? What fucked you up? What's the trauma? What's the trauma? Tell us now. Poodle up. Boom. <laughs> oh, I love this game. Well, what's the trauma of Paula and Francia? Well, she told us she never got to see her mother uh, because her mother was always working. So it's obviously parental neglect because they moved from a new country by themselves. Yes. Now, either when either it wasn't it wasn't the mom's uh, fault that this happened because she had to make make money to live on. But she only got to see her mother on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously neglect. Yes. Um, and the mother, guess what, y'all? With neglect comes guilt for guilt. neglecting your... So a combination of guilt and neglect is my guess. <laughs> What's your trauma? <laughs> They've all got... And, and, every, and every couple has a different, unique trauma, you guys. They all do. Yeah. There's all a reason why they are this way. Uh, so none of them are as still. None of them are as creepy as tea smeller. No, that that, <laughs> that that is that is trauma that needs years and years just to unravel that thread. Yes, it's true, and I don't think anybody will ever be as bad as. Um, I think teeth tea smeller might be. The I saddest they were, one. I, they were the, I would get sad. It was hard to watch their segments. Yeah. Sarah, I'm going to die soon. Oh, <laughs> Mom, don't die yet. You can't, Mom. And her, Sarah's boyfriend, uh, what was his name? I don't know. We just followed Who his was fucking around? Yeah, totally. 100% <laughs> having, yeah, 100% they're having, yeah. Mom, I'll give you my kidney. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. You don't have to, but please. Does mom have to come on? Mom's going to come on our date night. Really? His name is Miguel. 
Really? Oh, yeah, I'm going to come on date. I don't want to do it in post. No, Mom, we love you. Oh, oh. That means I can't grab your boob during dinner? No. No. So Franzi is at the state of, I've got to be a mother again, and I didn't think this was going to happen. And so, yeah, y'all, this is where we are. We're going to be treated to seeing a 27-year-old girl or woman a, a woman, honestly. A woman. Be jealous of a nine-year-old be girl. Be jealous of a nine-year-old girl. Take a moment and think about that. This this <laughs> this situation has the uh, has the potential for high camp. I mean, this is kind of a Betty Davis, Joan Crawford movie in the it, making. It kind of is. I'm I can't wait for the irrational things that are co- going to come out of the daughter's mouth. Yes. Of wait. What are you going to do with me? You're going to go play My Little Ponies with with Alejandra. What are you going to do with me later? I always wanted you to play My Little Ponies with me, Mom. (laughs) But you couldn't because you were working. Because you weren't here. Because also, we don't know if Paula works even. We know that she says she stays home. She does the cooking and the cleaning. Wow. She does her mom's like meals and everything. So I think that her mom also is still taking care of her. Yeah. I'm telling you now. I'm choosing this this mother daughter couple to be the most appalling. Oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's this, th- y'all. They will never make it past a second season. No, no. The, they will flame out. Flame out. They will burn bright and Ooh. flame out. Let's talk about. We'll do Kathy and Christine, and then we'll take a break. But because there wasn't too much, but I, Kath. Oh, I'm sorry, I just want to say have, one yeah. more thing about these people. Uh, the tickling happens. There's also a moment when they're kind of being, they're chasing each other, and Francia says... Oh, yeah, we do need to talk about the tickling. Thank you. I, she's like, she chases me, and then I chase her, and then I don't like it, but I love it, because I love roughness. And that's when I went, I'm, we're in a weird area. We're in a weird area, <laughs> and you're into roughness. And I'm into it, but I'm not into this. No, and no. There's y'all. There's this. There's a moment in every cringe tear show that you're laughing, but part of you is sick. <laughs> yeah, that's where this one happened. That's that's where, that's where this one that's happened. That's where this. Because <laughs> imagine her daughter like tickling her, then just kind of biting her a little bit. Yeah, and her being because like, I promise you guys, whether you're a husband or wife or spouse, you're you love these shows, and they'll come through and they say, I don't know why you're watching this sick shit. And uh, y'all come at us with your <laughs> husband who just you're what? Come on, watch this because of my gaze, Carl. And Carl is gross. Yeah, this the is fuck y'all out. cringe to your shows. Even and Carl even your dips. <laughs> so you know that's really got to be gross. Even your loved ones don't get you when you watch cringe to your shows. I'm so sorry, y'all. Your your spouse is judging you or partner. Lalu is rough, but there's a there's a campier element, and there's almost a humor done with it. Cring- full cringe tier, which is smothered, stream sisters, me, you, and my ex. That's a different level of cringe. It's a different level of cringe. Yeah. 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 Um, a little sickness. Let's talk about Kathy and Christina. Kathy is 63 from Chicago, and Christina is 37. Just a little Chicago. bit. I, I don't have a ton to say about this couple. It's, it's all fun. Yeah. Ka- Kathy is born, made for television. If um, we don't get another Sonic spot from them this season... <laughs> I I like it. They're they're always you guys. What they're a great comedy duo. The 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 thing about them is the drama that happens always happens between Kathy and 
her and Christina's husband, Carlo, who has a beard Whoa. this okay. season. I wrote that. And I mind. had to touch myself. <laughs> he looks so fucking hot oh with that beard. Oh my God. Holy fucking shit. Rub me. Rub me in marinara sauce. Uh, and, and treat me to your pizza. Yes. Because, whoa. Ugh. I mean. Pound me like veal. Christina's fucking gorgeous. She is. Like, she's she is. beautiful. But, y- yes. I don't know if we can say veal. I don't know if that's appropriate anymore. What? Because people don't eat veal because they're baby calves. But it's, a, it's you an, look it's pounded kind of like a it's baby an Italian. Calf. It's an Italian thing that when you, to make veal, you pound it to make it more tender. That's true. And you would go, moo, moo, while he's pounding you. God, he is hot. Boy, who knew? It's the best Carlo look. Oh, it's it is because he looked good before, but y'all, this is Oh, I just can't get enough. So best line is when Kathy cause y'all Kathy if it's got bling on it, Kathy's gonna put it. And Kathy's like, I love Spockle. She said, I should have named you Spockle. No, no, don't don't you you you're you go in you lapse into New York here. Sparkle. That's what I said. No, you did not. <laughs> so she said I should have called her Spackle. And Sparkle. Then, and you lean on the R. And Christine's like, yeah, I would have been riding up and down a pole right now. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> like that's that's them in a nutshell of yeah. this couple. Um, and I think Christina, are we all relate to them? Because Kathy is that mother that's always going to just, where's a picture of me? There's not a picture of me. Right. And you're, like that's just. She's all of our She's mothers. an overbearing Italian mother. Um, but the, there is drama sometimes with them. They didn't have so much last year, but they get involved in her younger sister's shit and dating. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Those are my favorites. I kind of love that because the sister. Carly. Carly. Yes, Car- yeah, y'all. It's Carly. Carly. Carly, you're Kathy. A, Carly, your, your love life is a disaster, Carly. And I don't know what her husband's name. She's widowed. Their dad died, I yes, believe. Yes. And, like, and it's interesting. We never talk about it. But I she think is they widowed. talked about it. Either he died the first season. I think he had died right before the first season. So, like, I think they discussed it then. I think I've never watched the season. I should go back and watch it just to watch the one of the funniest things I still we're not cover laugh about is when they live. You know, you guys they they're now um now we're not five houses apart. We're we're four houses apart. In my we're moving in my new house, and originally. Uh, when she would go to Christina's house, she would drive her car in reverse. <laughs> and there was something about seeing Gene Simmons. I call her Gene Simmons because there's an amazing uh Well, I think uh, a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah, she dressed up for Gene Simmons last Halloween. Yeah, she got called Gene Simmons in uh, around, and she she has a sense of humor about herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she drives her car in reverse down the street. I don't know why. It, it's you, so you funny to me. Like a howler monkey. I you like screamed. a fool. You did um, made you laugh a lot. And so the whole yeah. th- so they're moving. They move. They're moving four houses down instead of five. That's kind of where we are. We actually don't. We don't know what their setup is except for wait for it. I already Christina know has a sub. Christina has a secret that she hasn't told her mom about. I know what it is. Don't tell. I don't know what it is. Don't tell people. They don't want to know. So she has a secret. Carlo's opening another franchise. <sighs> is that really it? <laughs> yes. Why would you tell that? <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to edit that out of the show. Fine. People don't want to know spoilers. That is such a ridiculous spoiler. To- but still. <sighs> Some people want to know. I don't care. Anyway, so she's got a secret. Things are going to blow up. What's going to happen? We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my, um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. Poodle, what's your power pose? <laughs> what's your <laughs> power pose? Uh, ass up on the bed. Okay. <laughs> I feel powerful. You know what? Good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Or your legs up and you're you're just holding your feet. He's got a headshot with that, (laughs) y'all. Just shows his donuts. It's so funny. Someone in our sissy squad. Y'all, the sissy squad's our private Facebook group. It's a fan group, so we don't really really do it so much. It's kind of its own thing now. But we have fun in there. It's a great supportive group. But I love that it's a supportive group, but it's also... It's someone posted the other day. Hey, everybody. I'm kind of <laughs> new to this. When it starts like that, they're like, hey, kind of new to this, but are pictures of your butthole a thing? Uh, uh, to trade pictures to of To trade butthole. pictures with your butthole? And I had to comment saying, 
Yes, they are. Yeah, you guys. If That's you, like, that is gay. That is a thing. Do you know how many people, how many men have asked for pictures of my butt? <laughs> Let me see your starfish. And I'll say, and how many have you sent them to? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I fully expect mine to make it on the internet one day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't for send sure. that. I, that's not an opening gambit. But no, yours is easy decipherable because uh, you have that little arrow that says this end up. <laughs> yes. So that way they know. Or dick goes here. Dick goes here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it should say enter at your own risk. <laughs> That's what it should say. Okay, everybody, Ooh. let's talk about it. Angie and Shay. Now, this is a big deal. This is our first, um, I think this is our first trans person on this show. I think so, yeah. Definitely a main couple. For sure the main cast member. Uh, yeah. This is a, a, a mother, Angie, who's 46, and Shay, who is a trans woman, uh, 23. Uh, They're from Indiana. Trafalgar? Trafalgar. Trafalgar. I assume that's how you say it. That's how you say it in a British. It sounds dismal. <laughs> it does. I've never been there, know, but just the name. I was I like, that, that does I, not I went, sound fuck, like. fuck, Indiana. <laughs> God bless you, trans person. God bless you, Shay. I will say, when they went to Indiana on We're Here, I was like, whoa. 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 So, um, and also, Shay is. Of in, size. Of size, and I only say that because they bring it up in the yes, storyline. It is, it so is going to be a, a about. very big woman of size. So, um, and they're talking about losing weight and things like that too. So, you just should know that that's. Um, so, what I liked about so they they show them do this power pose. It actually is funny. It actually has been proven that if you your posture does help, uh, I don't know what the right words mitigate, but influence. Chemically, your your feelings. And oh, your emotional I state. I believe it. That that's they've done all those things about yoga poses. Yeah, but if you actually stand like a superhero, there yeah. is something that standing in a power pose does make you chemically feel better. I believe it. So, uh, so I made fun of it, but I actually kind of love that they did it. The thing that I don't get with them, and it's maybe just because, I guess so. Forty six, twenty three, so. Well, Angie had Shay then when she was 23. Yeah. I guess my mom was 29. I just, it's like, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it would be cool like if my mom marched in a pride parade for me. I don't think she ever would because she wouldn't want to be around a bunch of quote, uh, she wouldn't want to be around, honestly, a bunch of Democrats if that was my mother. <laughs> That's, that, that'd be the worst that'd thing. That'd be the worst thing. But, uh, I think, though, too, like, I can't see my mom being like, hey, girl, like, just <laughs> what would it be like if Mother Poodle was so gay accepted? She was like, Poodle, did you, Jaybird, did you get dick down? <laughs> like, I mean, can you imagine? Mother Poodle will never tongue pop at me. <laughs> Let's be. She go, God. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be clear. I think a lot of it comes from staying in your lane and and i and i do think it's like the mother on queer as folk it's the sharon glass yeah, yes yes yes, yeah, yes, it's, yes, that, yes. it's the p flag mom so um, it's i just want to y'all can come at me i will say it makes me uncomfortable but i'm not used to that i'm used to a generation that there's a little bit more distance between your children yeah I, so i'm wondering i think that i think for us that is a generational thing so i think i guess mom's are now with their queer kids are way more involved and cooler. I I think my question is is 
why I'm not judging it. That's why, what I'm trying to say. Why when, um, why when her daughter had not transitioned yet, did she not feel it was okay to talk about her sex life? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's what I want to know. Now, well, cause now I guess they can have girl talk. That, but that I'm like, saying that's her own homophobia. Yes, I that, agree. That, that's, that's nothing to do with Shay. Yeah, so I, I disagree with you that this mom is a P-flag mom. I think she's just as black and white about gender as she, as she was before. Now her daughter is a daughter. And she's had to rewrite that in her brain, but she's just she's just as strict in gender roles. Yeah. So that's yeah that that's true. So it's instead of because that's true. Instead of now that your child's a trans woman, you immediately say you're going to like girly things. And right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because she even said I was a tomboy, so I loved that I had a boy to play sports and blah blah blah. She. And I'm I'm not saying I'm not criticizing this I, woman. I don't let me, think, let me clarify. Yeah, well, I I'm don't not, think she spent a lot of time practicing makeup. <laughs> Just want to say that. No, that's what I'm saying. She said I'm a tomboy, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I, uh, her her I'm not criticizing her and her acceptance of her trans kid. I'm or right that she needs to go further. I'm saying her thinking about gender, the binary is, of it, the the binary mm-hmm. is still. It's not really helping her her trans kid. Something that's really beautiful that I and I use the word beautiful because it's actually and kind of freeing and scary. And I say scary because it challenges my own binary thinking I was raised in that I'm always trying to shuck. Mm-hmm. But when you become friends with a trans person and they're a trans person that really that it was trans people that went, Oh, I knew it in my head, but emotionally I could think about I don't have to be this, even if I'm a gay man and identify as masculine. <laughs> Feel silly saying the word, but no. But still you might like, identify doesn't mean you are. But it's still like <laughs> I. It sounds silly, but like I want to. If I want to paint my nails, if I want to do just these ideas, and I know that like I feel like the trans people in our life have been helpful for like when we used to do cabaret gays, yeah, and we put on women's clothing. Those were things we never would have done before. No. And I don't think we saw... I don't paint my nails because it's really hard to do. Yeah, yeah it's very <laughs> hard to do. But I think that... Anyway, it's just... I, I would love for her... But also, too, I feel like maybe Shay is newly trans. Very much so. So I feel like... It's like when you're a gay... I like every single lesbian I know... Yeah, she's, um, been, she's been trans for a year because she's yeah. 23 now. So every single lesbian I know, every one of them, and we have several, many lesbians. Every single lesbian I know, when they come out as a lesbian, at least our age, they get the, they chop the hair off. They chop that hair off. They yep. get like just a, a, a more quote masculine looking haircut. That's the welcome to lesbianhood haircut. Most gay guys I know our age like get highlights. When, when we came out, we got <laughs> highlights, and we became very much like I remember in my head being like, "Oh, I need to say, hey, girl, now." Yeah. You you buy you buy tight t-shirts. This is very different now, y'all, from kids now. Your teenagers that are coming out, they're in a yeah. whole different... It's, it's a much more in, uh, of a spectrum. From the 90s. These are old... But I still think we all have these levels of... So I feel like Shay probably is leaning towards all this. But well, if her said, mom's binary thinking... I was at the whole point of this. Is if her mom's binary thinking, this could possibly change in like eight or ten years when Shay's like, you know what? I want to... Grow a beard, but still be a woman or yeah. whatever. There's, it's, it, yeah. It's even, it just shows what the mom thinks. Even 
she's saying things like, I can't wait to, sh- to help my daughter to shave her legs. Even that is establishing herself as a woman to yeah, her mom. Shay led that and said, I want to shave my legs. I, I don't know. Don't. Who knew this conversation would come from fucking smothered? Well, I was one of the things I was writing down. That's why I was saying the mom with gender roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I want to talk a couple, a little bit about, um, uh, there, there's, there's a lot of enmeshed trauma here. Um, yeah. so if I want to play there what's your trauma, queens, as Shay says, drama. Yeah, I do think we're going to see y'all. We're seeing a lot of crying from this couple. Yeah. And this is not only are we dealing with gender identity, uh, issues and so, and not just from Shay, but from Angie who thought she had a boy. And she even said, and we hear this a lot from parents of trans kids, um, that I had to grieve the boy that I raised. I enjoyed this. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they talked about this because I don't think this gets talked a lot. There's this, I think that there's this, oh, your kid's trans, you need to accept it Accept them immediately. it immediately and move on. Yeah. Even get, and it's not, there's nothing wrong. You can still accept your kid love them unconditionally and also say i need time just to process yeah that my it's a huge, my son chance change going to be different right and that's gone from me i agree that a lot of the a, a lot of the discourse around a trans identity and coming out we we tell parents to still your kid but there isn't a focus sometimes to the parents that says just be okay with it mhm and but there is it's oh it's perfectly okay to grieve that girl or boy that you raised that you raised. I did when I came out. I grieved the life I right. thought I was going to have as a quote, right. straight man, right. as a straight male choir teacher <laughs> at my church. That's an oxymoron. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> There are some, not a lot. <laughs> there are some. Don't, don't come at me and say, my husband is as straight as a board, and he is a choir teacher. And he loves Sandy Patty. <laughs> he does. Your husband loves Sandy Patty. It doesn't matter. He gay. Okay. There are some, though. There are some, we should say. Yeah. Uh, like Mr. Holland from Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> you love that movie. Don't. Don't get me started. <laughs> That y'all, if you sat beside me in that movie, I grumbled and and just complained the whole time. This is what he wrote this whole life for. <laughs> and I know that was a feel good movie for a lot of people, but I left thinking you wrote a symp this symphony with like a motorcycle and it sounds like a piece of garbage. This is what you spent your life for. It wasn't good. No, it was not. <laughs> Did you even get emotionally moved when the students came back? No. 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 Uh, and also, when he, with his son who was deaf, he sang beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Cole. And it just, I just like, just write your own song. Wow. Instead of doing a John Lennon song. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yes, I came from Mr. Holland's opus. Wow, okay. We're going to get letters. I don't give a fuck. We need to move on. We need to. So, what is cool about this is that so. Uh, oh wait, 
poodle, it's time for our game. And trauma. where's the trauma? Where's well, the trauma? I said before, it's poodle, 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 where's the trauma? It's definitely... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to say very heavy things, and it's just <laughs> rim shots. Yeah. So it, it definitely is sexual identity for Shay, and also overcoming... An existence where someone feels like they're born in the wrong body. Obviously, that's what she believes because she says, "I am me. I want to do the full thing. I want to lose." She, you can tell, she says, "I need to lose all this weight. I need to get breast implants, vaginal surgery, all of it." She wants to become someone else. Probably a lot of body dysmorphia. Yeah, that, tons of body dysmorphia. But I was gonna say, I don't know if that's the root trauma. I think the root trauma is that. He was born with pulmonary stenosis. Yes. So that's what's, again, I would have told you, oh, the problem is going to be that he felt, or she now felt she was in the, but grew up, he thinking he was in the wrong body. And so and she the mother, felt that. So the mother's overprotective. But because of this pulmonary stenosis, he was in and out of hospital for the first 10 years of his life until they cleared him. And she admits that made me overprotective. That made me a nosy parent. And I never, that's who I am. And so. But that's what created this, uh, and because he is, uh, because he was, she. Uh, he was as a boy yeah. was yeah. was uh, at the time he thought gay or was queer. Bullied. He was bullied for his weight, so they just this enmeshment yeah. occurred. But then we find that, and Shay talks about how I love that we have this wonderful stepfather. That's this, just so accepting of who you are. This was a really bright spot for me because I thought the, the stepfather was going to come in and be shitty. And, and Shay's like, hey. Because uh, Shay was kind of shitty to him. And I realized, oh, that's just the way Shay acts around their yes. parents because they're 23 years old and they're always looking on the and, phone. And what was interesting, he's like, to be honest, just to be fair, anything boy stuff, he would have shown me. And he's like, and he. She uh, said, she was talking, Shay was talking. Wait, wait. Who? I'm saying, so Shay is talking about the father. Oh, stepfather, okay, okay, okay. The father. The father. Um, and uh, and Shay is saying that Brian, that's his name. Yes. Is, it w- would help. And he's he's like, to be fair, he is completely accepting of anything that I, that with my transition. He asked them. He's not saying anything judgmental. It seems like what Brian is concerned about is when Shay is going to move out of the house. It's yeah. what I'm loving is normal. how normal this is. Yeah, how just yes, because Shay is 23 years yeah. old and doesn't show any sign of wanting to having a lot of goals besides becoming a woman. Yes, 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 yes. which is a lot. I get it. And how do we balance? But that it's with, not. That's it's, not all of adulthood. It's also not a cheap journey. No. It's not a cheap journey at all. So I, we're going to talk about the leg shaving. I mean, they shave their, she teaches Shay how to shave her legs. It's fine. They're shaving legs. My main concern is what bathroom are we in? <laughs> what is this bathroom mural? There is, you no, know, there, th- this there, is, this is the storyline that taste forgot. There, there is a gigantic bathroom, bathroom mural in this house. Yes. If you have bathroom murals like this, send me a picture. Someone it, make a post to the face. Send us the answer. I want to see them. It is heinous. It is. There's even. <laughs> there's even a like a wood. We had those in our house. Those kind of 
uh, yeah, spindles. So ugly. I think they're ugly. Oh yeah, but they're so eighties. Yeah. We have those wooden spindles. Oh my god. But but I think I think this fits in the 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 picture of the mother's styling in general. Which is she was probably felt really pretty in high school, and she's still holding on to that. It is very eighties, uh, and but in a way, it's like she applied it with drunk <laughs> something. Yeah, like yeah, she's it, bad at applying this makeup. That's what. That's my. I hope Shay watches some YouTube tutorials because <laughs> mom's not going to teach mom's you. Mom's not going to teach you. Mom can teach you how to shave your legs, Shay. She ain't going to teach you about makeup. I w- I and even in we we expect that them to have it in real life looks, but then when she was in the confessional look with Shay, it was worse. It was worse. <laughs> it was worse. Yeah, it was worse. That and that that's new. That's new. Usually yeah. someone helps them. Yeah. It I I was appalled well, no, at those. Well, they do their own makeup on the shows. Wow. Yeah, I think they do all their own makeup on these shows. Huh. Maybe, I think the reunions, sometimes they get their makeup yeah. done. Remember, even on 90 Day Fiance, they do their own makeup. I guess, I feel Remember like... Remember, con- Libby talked about her makeup artist, we found out it was her sister. But the confessional looks seem like they're more edited. Oh, that for a confessional That's what, that's what look. I'm talking about, yeah. No, Libby said her sister did her makeup for her confessional look. Oh. I think they still maybe do their own makeup. Why is that look better than their daily, though? They almost always look better. I guess because they're, they're filming all the confessionals that one day, maybe. This one does not look better. I know. It looks worse. This one looks worse. It, that's what I was going to say. That's why it's new. This, this woman's confession look looks worse than her day to look. It's – well, I remember sometimes uh, – What's the mother from Mama's tune? Yeah. Oh. Remember her confession with her eye and her lips? It did not look good in that's the confession. That's true. Yeah. No, but she's a special case because she was an actress. Well, that's true. She was coming she, from regional. <laughs> <laughs> she had just finished up a run of the skin Jill. of our teeth. That was her name, Jill. Yes, Jill. It's Jill. Oh, my. Y'all, if we ever do an Oklahoma City show, we're not going to do we're, it anytime soon. She, she's coming. We are inviting them. She'll do she'll do a reality gaze improv with us. Oh, she will. Oh. Oh, it's Mama's tea. I'll ask her. Uh by the way, I posted on our Instagram. Jill, do your do your do your do your favorite monologue right now. Hand to God she'd do it. She'd do it. Uh uh picnic. Uh did you <laughs> <laughs> would be an inch. Yeah. But what did you see I posted on our Instagram. You probably did because it was I posted to our account. That I posted a clip. I was watching Family Feud. And oh, did I you see it. Steve Harvey? There was a family, and they were from Oklahoma. And he goes, and our returning family, the the Lee family from, and he kind of pauses, and he goes, Okmulogi, <laughs> Oklahoma. And he kind of rolls his eyes. Steve Harvey, you're <laughs> not alone. Steve Harvey is called Okmulogi. Okmulogi. Where the fuck is that? <laughs> Over by Tulsa. You know what? I didn't ask. It, oh, yeah, Imagine over, I didn't yeah. ask. It's uh, kind of a, not far from Dakota, where Carrie Underwood's from. Uh, Sydney and uh, Angelica. Uh, not far from Briar. Our favorite pair of intergalactic Which is kind cocktail of over waitresses. By Briar. Anyway, yes, let's do it. Sorry. Yeah. 
daughter, are you excited to be back on the show, oh. daughter? I've been on these feet for 11 parsecs. Y'all are, into, as you call them, intergalactic cocktail <laughs> waistes. <It's, laughs> I will say, their styling and makeup has calmed down. She's not wearing their- blue lipstick anymore. <laughs> However, the nude lipstick son he is wearing at the winery is atrocious. Y'all. Horrible. Soon he has this way of dressing there's always her shoulders are exposed then there's all kinds of straps it looks like like something akin to football pads she's yes. always wearing you know <laughs> it, it's almost as if she's like elvira queen of the night's sister mistress of the dark mistress of the dark yeah. yes not queen of the night <laughs> mistress of the dark sister yes like because it, it, it always feel like she's it's it, it's feels goth inspired yeah it's too much though it's like Two details too far. Yeah. That's all of Sunhee's looks. And Angelica's not far behind. Nope. She's a little more editorial. Though. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Now, uh that baby's cute. Oh my god. That little girl's so fucking cute. And I will I say, say the the baby looks like an equal mix of the of, of both of them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cute, cute baby. So Amara. We're at a I like that name actually. Yeah, I yeah. like it. We're at a winery. We're taking selfies, and rem- you guys, if you if you haven't, uh, th- this is the couple who there's. I don't know if there's trauma, but they just pathologically love one another. <laughs> it's a pathological love. It is. Yeah, it really is. That's a great way to describe it. They're both sick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean. I also do think that most of their storyline is enhanced. I think um, so, but I yeah. do think that soon he has come close to killing someone for her daughter. Soon he is soon he is a very scary person. Yeah. Um she can be very cruel, very and especially her daughter's her favorite person, and everyone else can kind of go suck her dick. And even her boyfriend. I don't know if they're still together. That's true. Our fiance, were they engaged? I think they were engaged. Yeah. He was in Nebraska. <laughs> she likes it that way. She does. Uh, y'all, and if this is your first time with the show, know that Sunhee is going to say crazy shit all the time, like... I'm more of Amara's father than you are, Jason. And it's going to come out of her mouth really easy. <laughs> and you're going to say, this is really mean to say to him. And then Jason opens his mouth. And then Jason is such a fucking loser that you won't be able, you'll, you'll agree with Sun He by the end. Like, sadly, I can't. I call him motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know if, if Angelica is better off with him or without him at this point. I'm this always this their story always feels super epic. That's why it always it feels is. Star Wars to me. And and the themes are so big and heightened. And I and soon he doesn't like the relationship, but Jason's mother is a formidable force. Yes. Toshiko. Toshiko. Yeah. And we saw the flashback of when they got engaged and she That just was a great went, season. Ah. <laughs> That was what? last season. She doesn't like them together because she recognizes that Angelica and Sunhee are a fucking cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
what what you need to know is that they the they share was called off. Yes, they share bathwater. That was their thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that sorry, again, yeah. that's a Pepto Bismol inducing yeah. thing. And not not only do they share bathwater, Sun He will take a bath, get out. Angelica goes and uses her bathwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her filth. <laughs> really. I <laughs> Now, we didn't this watch This is when the... you sip your Pepto. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> we didn't watch the first season of them. And with them and Kathy and Christina, yeah. we don't know what's the trauma. Uh, I this is pathological. I don't I I don't remember from what we've learned um, we don't know we, anything about we her father. Never hear talk about Angelica's father. I think he did her wrong, y'all. Yeah. But we should watch. I'm gonna watch season one just no like thanks. On a flight. <laughs> just to learn, maybe. But they're more. I'll, do, I'll watch it and I'll tell you about it, like I did whenever they did that plath extras, and I told you about. The yeah, extra. that you that was that. that was really entertaining. You like that? Um, or remember that episode where what, it, what was it? You watched. The wrong one, so I just had to tell you about oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it felt like a bad game of telephone. It was a bad game of telephone. We just kept going. So they, uh, she called out the wedding. She's not wearing her ring, but they are still together. Yeah. And my question for Angelica is, why don't you just shit or get off the pot, honey? If you're not actively planning your wedding, mm-hmm. but you're still living together, and are you just in limbo? Then either 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 break up, let him be the father. They wouldn't be together if they didn't have a kid, I don't think. Ex- I agree. But it's kind of like either you're working on it, either we're working on making it better, or you're working on dissolving it. Well, also, they don't talk about this, but... Who makes the money in this relationship? That's true. Have, I guarantee I you it's Jason. I don't think Angelica works. If we do, she never talks about it. Ever. I think she did. Son, he did pick her when when it. Son, no, son, he says when Angelica's at work, I watch the child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we so we don't. So that's good. So she's not just relying on him for money. So maybe Jason is the one who is uh, isn't working. Maybe. But he was always working on his computer, the computer that ra- lights up rainbows. Oh, God. Remember, remember that? that it, was, it was that scene. They were doing this really serious scene, and that light up rainbow computer. Just going, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Y'all. So stupid. Explain. Can we just take a moment? Explain rainbow flashing computers to me. Like, I just think that would be. Are, I would lose what's, my mind. What's wrong with you that you want a keyboard just flashing at you? All the time. Like, I know some of them are gaming computers, so depending on the game, the keyboard would light but, up to but be the, like controls the and stuff. The that computer wasn't being used. No, it's just flashing all the <laughs> fucking time. It's very upsetting. I don't get it. Um. So the only thing you need to – so Sun He – Says, I, I we do her. You got to do her voice as a Bond villain. Yeah. I call Jason the babysitter because basically he's only there, and he's like he won't even change the baby's diapers. Let's see if she's got any more. And Angelica says, "Yeah, sometimes he just says, let yeah, let's let her sit in it." But then Angelica says, "Well, maybe he's not doing stuff because we're always rushing him to do it." And I went, "Yeah, that's not the reason." <laughs> He's he's a la- always trying to give him an excuse. He's a lazy piece of shit. He's a lazy. Yeah, piece he's of shit. gross. And he's he also lo- he dumb. loves that dog 
More, more he, oh. Y'all, you will see Jason carry that dog around. Oh, yeah, and Angelica's <laughs> just looking at it because she's going, <laughs> I fucking finger banged myself to Funyuns last night just thinking of, like, watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy. And you love that dog. You haven't touched me in years. So, basically, Jason, uh, uh, Angelica says, Jason has things he needs to improve on, and... They've said that ever since their relationship. They've never really been specific, although we all agree that Jason is a loser. Yes. All of us. Yes. But there's never any – it never seems like we make any full headway. We Mm -hmm. did last season – what was the season before? No, third season. They did get engaged. Yes. Um, And – but – there, it never seems to be a lot of headway. We never really get anywhere. It is one of the most frustrating things about this mother-daughter couple, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I was watching this and I thought, I don't think this is fraudacity, but it could be. No, I, I don't think if, it's complete fraudacity. I think everything is heightened. Because if Jason and Angelica weren't waiting, because I kind of went, did she actually delay the wedding because of COVID? But she's using this as a drama. Oh, maybe. Excuse. Because if they get married and they live happily ever after, where's the drama in this show? That's true. But, and they, you guys, Sunny and Angelica are very much, they love the social media attention they get. Yeah, they love being yeah. on this show. So do Kathy and Christina. Yeah. So that's kind of it. They're just, again, it's episodes end with Jason and Sunny fighting. Yeah. And, it looks to be a promising season of Smother. I agree. What is the way we sign off on this show? <laughs> it's been so long. I don't know. It's been like two years was almost. it? Eh, someone will tell us. Go. Oh, it was something like go go hug your, or go love your mother. No. Or go, it was. Uh, give, go, oh, you. I remember. I can't believe I remember this. Y'all, that's the show. Go to our Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast. Go to our Linktree link. That's where you can go get tickets to see me at that show Hollywood Improv you can when we do have tour dates that's where they'll be on our Linktree links and y'all until next week we'll see you later but remember if you love her mother if you love your mother you kiss her face you kiss her face you kiss your mother mm, kiss her face mm. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rustolium.